welcome back to another shitty episode of the Burn Eden Podcast. I'm Mel, your favorite big titty heathen. And I'm Baff, your suave, smooth, spicy Satanist. You know what sucks? Uh, you? Well, yes, uh, butt tooth pain. My oh. last remaining wisdom tooth is fucking hurting and it's killing me. I'm sorry. Well, once that's taken out, you will be, have become the dumbest bitch I know. I'm just God. expressing my feelings to you. Is that a... <sighs> I tell you the tooth every time, Mel. Lame. Lame. As the kids say nowadays, no cap. The hate I have for you is growing. It's okay, but hey, let's channel that hate because I want to let everyone know about our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash burninginian666, and you can come and support us. If you like what we do, come check it out and, and, and give us three bucks a month. <laughs> we have different tiers. We got Sinner for three bucks a month. We'll give you a thank you message. Personalized, of course. Yes, of course. But the fun starts $6.66 a month. You can become a heathen. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a shout out and Mel will do something. Uh... I'll do something with these. They're, they're versatile, you know. Exactly. Now, if you're really, mm, if you really love us, you know, you can become a blasphemer. <laughs> you get a shirt, a sticker, a hoodie, a fucking poster. Another a th- fucking poster of what? A Who's poster. Fucking? No, no, I meant to say a, pos- a poster oh, of fucking. Oh, okay, okay, okay. A okay, poster okay. of Mel fucking Jesus. Hey, how yes. about that? And then we oh, have Diabolical. Good. We're so going to get demonetized. <laughs> oh. We're not even monetized We're to begin with. We can do whatever the fuck we want. That is true. <laughs> and if you really, really, really fucking love us, we will do shady things for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, it's to be discussed. Uh, it is, it is. But anyway, uh, <laughs> this on today's episode, I think we already managed to make her regret it. Is she uh, still here? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, fuck. She's gone. She's Just- gone. <laughs> She left. <laughs> we have the absolute pleasure of speaking with our friend Apostasy. 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 Get it? You just see? say the word apostasy. Oh, God. Apostasy. I will see myself out. <laughs> okay. See, that's oh, right. Hi. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Look at okay, we can totally edit that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I'll have my voiceover when you say it. It's like, <laughs> but it'll, it'll be me, though. <laughs> we have our guest, and then we say it. Right. <laughs> I apologize for okay. saying Aaron. your pseudonym incorrectly. Aaron. Totally fine. Aaron. Apostasy. I just said it's all God. It's all good. See, I can. Oh, <laughs> oh with Aaron Ra. You see, now I can say it right. Now I, you can say it. I called him Aaron in person when we went to the convention was, last year. Oh God, it was terrible. Uh-oh. It was Uh-oh. so embarrassing. It was so bad. So when we had him last time, we had him as a guest. Uh-huh. Uh, I made a video of me fucking up, and it was hilarious. It was oh, the the footage yeah. of me interviewing him. 
calling him the wrong name. Oh, no. It was you know, self-roasting is good, you know, every once in a while. Yeah, I don't get roasted. It's, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> you can laugh at yourself. It's oh, I laugh funny. at myself every day. He thinks he's funny, but it's just I'm it's fucking funny hilarious. He, it's funny looking, you know? Okay, we're going to remove Mel now. It's it's just... it's just. <laughs> Are you the one in charge of the removing and bringing in? Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. We both are. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Okay. You guys make a great team. (laughs) Don't lie. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we get into the nitty-gritty, the meaty-gritty. The (laughs) meaty. Do you know what time it is, Mal? What time is it, Bev? It's time for the final verse of the day. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have been so excited for this. As per tradition, we would love the Bible. No, we would love our guests to read the Bible verse of the day. Okay. So what do you have for us today? Well, I came with 2 Kings 6.29. So here we go. So we cooked my son and ate him. <laughs> the next day I said to her, Give up your son so we may eat him. But she had hidden him. And that is a true story from the Bible. Not a true, true story, but it's truly written in the Bible. Yeah. Well, someone was hungry, hungry. <laughs> and what's and- weird, like, like you just, I don't know if you watched The Last of Us at all but last night's oh, episode yeah. dealt with eating people so oh nice killers, but but yeah I, sorry that yeah. was amazing i haven't um, watched that show it's, it's on very, showtime right no uh no? hbo yeah, hbo I, I don't have hbo it's really good but anyway yeah i uh but yeah i actually was reading that that um book of the mm. bible to my children a few mm. years ago i thought oh, oh let's, let's read some books like from the old testament right like right. i'm gonna be a really good mom you have traumatized your children ma'am i was like i'm not gonna read them from the little children's bible i they need to read like the <laughs> meat okay mm. no pun intended oh god and, uh, <laughs> we got to story and it was about like a famine and Anyways, mm. I, I kind of saw where the story was headed, and I was like, my kids were Mommy. Six, six and four, oh, or, or, or five and, and, and three, somewhere mm. in that age, age, age range, and I kind of saw where the story was headed, and I read ahead, and I was like, oh my god, I'm not reading a story about a mother eating her son while I yeah. read to my sons. Right. <laughs> And so I kind of was like, okay, let's just go. And he's like, let's read a psalm. And, <laughs> and then it was like, that that stuck with me because I thought, yeah, well, that's why, why can't I read the Bible to my kids? Why would I be censoring that? And I remember talking to my mom and telling her that story. And uh, yeah, it, it, it really bothered me. And that was the first time where something was like, okay, that's not right. Why, why can I not read yeah. the Bible to my kids? Why was that story in there? Right. Yeah. Did you read him Psalm one thirty seven nine? No, I I don't know what is that about. Like where you like, dashing babies' dashing heads against you? Yeah. Like I just imagine you like like reading that the, the first verse. Like, no, I need to read Psalm one thirty seven. Like no, 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 no. <laughs> two, two Kings chapter two with the she bears. Like no, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, let's just read. 
Let's just read like Goldilocks <laughs> and the Three Bears. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know. Oh my well, god. Well, that was a yummy, yummy verse. Thank you oh, so much. Yeah, and welcome. that was. Wow. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my god. So gruesome. I love it. You're right. It's so but metal. Yeah. I want to see that book banned in fucking school, you know, mm -hmm. for these these little children. Oh, my but God. that's a whole other fucking thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, so okay. we would love to get to know you. Uh, can you give us your religious uh, background <gasps> and how you got to where you are today as far as like oh, your atheism goes? Yeah, sure. Okay, so, um, so I was born in a Christian home, mm. uh, Pentecostal mm. was my background, so... You know, like the really fun speaking in tongues. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the prophesying, the, you know, putting your hand on someone and they fall out in the spirit, like all mm -hmm. of that. Uh, Church services um, lasting like two, three, four, five hours long. Why? Yeah. Wait, how long? Four, like four five, hours? five hours? Yeah. Like doing what? Though. Um, just letting the spirit move, worshiping Jesus. Oh. Yeah, so Mel. we don't. They usually don't last that long on my knees. Speaking <laughs> of tongues, my jaw gets hurt. Like hurts. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, so yeah. Um. Yeah. Church was was like that. I I took it very seriously. So mm. it was. I was. Yeah. It was. Uh. My, my beliefs were, were everything to me. I love Jesus. I was, um, <laughs> yes. Okay. So I don't know how I'm going to stay on topic, but I will try my I'm hardest. sorry. Okay. Don't pay attention to that. <laughs> okay. So, um, I, yeah, so I, I was, uh, very devoted. Um, and then when I got married, we, I got uh, involved in another like just charismatic church after charismatic mm. church. Um, mm. And my husband was not raised necessarily like a Christian, but he was raised like not, not a Christian sort of like uh, culturally. Okay. Mm. So okay. he believed in, he believed in God, mm -hmm. but he wasn't like, uh, like he wasn't like a, full-on believer like I was I was just okay. sort of like okay so you're not you're not an atheist okay that's good mm -hmm. <laughs> but he wasn't like I need to go to church I need to do all these things so he you went. were the one huh he wasn't like I a was practicing Christian exactly. I guess yeah, yeah. Okay. you right. see a lukewarm like, <laughs> yeah like, oh, that's, no. that's like a I, yucky Ugh. yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> so but when once we started having like kids um that's when I was like, okay, we really need to like, um, make sure we're in church, get involved. Mm. Um, that was really important to both of us more mm -hmm. so me, but he saw the benefit of just, okay. Yeah. Like it's good to have community, mm. but it wasn't, um, I was very much like, you know, the Bible says we have to raise our children up in the way they should go. I felt that added pressure. So, um, we, yeah, we got them into like a children's, uh, a Christian school mm. um, because I was very adamant that they needed to be in this Christian bubble. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then it wasn't until uh, a few years 
uh, probably about four years ago, I saw this documentary called American Gospel, mm-hmm. and it's a Christian documentary. Oh. And it uh, kind of exposed the whole charismatic Pentecostal movement for being uh, not the true Christian uh, faith. Like it mm. exposed it for being like a charlatan type of Christianity. And I was very much like, oh my goodness, what have I been believing? This mm-hmm. is not like, this is not true. I need to find out what, what, um, my faith is I need to find out what the Bible says mm-hmm. and <clears throat> from there um, it that documentary had a lot of Calvinism I don't know if you're familiar with Calvinism. Ooh, yes okay yeah. they are mm, okay so mm, it yeah. was actually a Calvinist documentary I didn't oh, know oh <laughs> no hold on was that mm-hmm. was the documentary from a perspective of a different sect of christianity saying that this other sect is incorrect or was it more like secular no to expose it was not a secular one it was definitely like from a reformed perspective saying the uh, basically the Catholic church is wrong and look at how awful the charismatic movement got it prosperity gospel which is what i was i was raised like with pentecostal Mm -hmm. um the word of faith, which is like Joel Osteen, Joyce mm. Meyer, Kenneth Copeland. Those are all, and I, that's, I didn't listen to Kenneth Copeland, but I was kind of, you know, like they're all sort of in that realm of, of they kind of are in the same circles, right? Yeah. But I was a huge fan of Joyce Meyer. I went to her conferences mm. as a Christian. Um, I read all her books. I was so um, just, I felt very, uh, attached to her kind of mm-hmm. thing and that theology. And I believe that whole, you have what you say. And so American gospel kind of exposed it all as being um, heretical. Mm. And I thought, oh my gosh, okay, well, I want to know what the truth is. And uh, what I thought after that is, okay, well, I did not think that Christianity was not an option. Mm-hmm. I just thought, I've had it wrong. So I need to find the right version of it. I did not think I could not believe. I just, like, it just didn't occur to me that, that it all must be false. But so I was like, okay, well, I've had it wrong this way. So I must find it correctly. Calvinism or reformed theology must be the right way. So I got, um, really into like, pastors and teachers like John MacArthur, which is mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, my God. Um, I started reading uh, books by him and listening to like his teaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I, I wanted to be as close to the Bible, um, a church as close to the Bible as possible. I didn't want them to take things out of context. I wanted mm-hmm. it to be completely like, this is what the Bible says and teaches. Okay, that's exactly what I want to learn. I don't want you to take scripture and kind of twist it to how you want it to be interpreted, which is what I think a lot of like word of faith teachers do. They kind mm-hmm. of cherry pick, right? I wanted it to be, I wanted like verse by verse teaching. So um, that's how I got into like Calvinism. And what I've heard a lot of people say is, even when they're atheist, they'll still say, a lot of them will be like, Calvinism, if you're going to follow the Bible, Calvinism 
is kind of mm. like the truest. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. Right, right. But it is like the truest. It's, yeah. you know, like right. if you're going to if you're going to follow it word by word. So at least they're honest, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Like, so, but anyways, I just, it, it's still pretty gross. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So <laughs> I know. it's bad. Anyways, I want to know later, cause you're both nodding your head. Like, yeah. Like you kind of have an idea of Calvinism. Um, I want to know if you are familiar with it yourself personally. No. No. Okay. Well, I, I've come across because we're we're on uh, uh, TikTok, and right. there's there's a couple of people that I've my for you page, you know, because I do mm. all, all atheist stuff, but yeah, they they are like babies deserve to die. Like oh. if that is God's plan, they deserve to die. Yeah. Like they are like as as you said, they are unapologetic. They don't give a shit. Like to the book like it's yeah. it's insane they yeah. are they are mm, that's a whole nother breed yeah it's, but. it's bizarre and um thankfully I wasn't in it for very long and there were things mm -hmm. that I was kind of like oh I don't know like but it was a very it was like my stepping stone out of Christianity so mm -hmm. um I didn't dive into too much of all of the doctrines like I, I knew sort of like the five points of calvinism mm -hmm. like the the total depravity like we were born into sin it, it's our true nature because of like original sin in the garden of eden so i love being on the burning eden podcast <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> well i want to know these five whatever you said i'm so sorry that's okay so the five it's, rules tenets what is um, it uh, so it's the the five uh like it, they call it the tulip so, tulip. so total depravity. Um, I, honestly, oh, I the five points. Oh, I see. T U L I P. Tulip. Yeah. I get it. Total so, depravity, unconditional election. Yes. Limited atonement, irresistible grace, and perseverance of the saints. Yeah. So those are sort hmm. of like their five key um, doctrines, and you and you can dive into each of them. So. Like I am intrigued now. Yeah. <laughs> so most Calvinists are like, I'm a five-point Calvinist, which means they like believe all five of those points. Some of them are a four-point Calvinist, which they might not believe in um, like the election part where mm -hmm. God has like predetermined every single person who has been. So they uh, cherry pick two amongst themselves. I think, yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Exactly. You, you can be a fucking God worshiper your whole life, but if you were predestined to go to hell, you're going to hell. Exactly. So, which is like, then why fucking worship? Like, what? Yeah. But then it's the so way bad. that they would say is like, well, you don't know who's predestined. So you still have to preach the gospel because it's so fucking We dumb. don't know so who God predestined. It's, we can't see. So it's like, okay. So. <laughs> When we went through like our church membership course, my husband was like, the whole election thing just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And I was like, yeah, I guess. But I watched, see, I was really good at just like diving into things and kind of like, mm -hmm. I wanted to know a lot about it. So, but that's the thing. You can make anything in the Bible kind of sound like it makes a lot of sense, especially when, <laughs> you know, so right, I would, right. I would watch documentaries on Calvinism. I'm like, okay, that actually like makes sense. It would be backed up by scripture. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what started to not like, not make sense to me is there would be like reformed. Well, like John MacArthur, he's sort of a reformed Baptist. 
mm-hmm. I would say. But then he's best friends with another reformed preacher who is uh, who's passed away, R.C. Sproul. They never believe they never could agree on like the terms of baptism. R.C. Sproul believed in yes, you baptize babies like when they're born and John MacArthur was like no you don't baptize I don't believe that and so I was like how can these two brilliant men look at the same book and I know that that's an argument that a lot of people have but I'm like how can they read the exact same book and come up with like really good arguments for one simple thing as baptism and like they can have a whole church where believes John MacArthur and is like, yeah, no, I totally see it. And then you can have R.C. Sproul and have all of his, like, he can write books on it. And it's like, it's so simple, but why is there so much division on something that is so simple as baptism? And that was one of the things that I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. And that was, there was so many little things that were just starting to not make sense. But that was one thing that I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore because mm-hmm. this should be simple. It should right. be like right. one direction, like baptize your babies, start when they're born or wait till they're adults when they make the decision, like right. one direction. <laughs> so right. that was something that really contributed to my deconstruction and ultimate deconversion mm-hmm. was I was just like, I don't understand. And why do we talk it up to, okay, this is just, they would say, well, that's a secondary issue. It's not a salvific issue. Oh my God. So I was, and I was really good at saying, okay, well, yeah, that's something that's secondary. We don't need to worry about that. Our salvation doesn't determine our, our salvation is not based on this, but it was like, there's so many issues that are secondary, but why are there so many issues that are secondary? Why isn't this just like, Right. But the baptism, like the first step to getting saved, to get getting into heaven, like isn't that the initial step you have to take? So why wouldn't you as a you know the Christian do that as a baby? You know, what if what if you know there's a baby accident and the baby dies? Like because you have to be born again, Mel. Yeah, it, baptism is not necessarily required for salvation. Mm, okay. But yeah, when you're in a reformed church, it's more of like their belief was and I had to be convinced of it I had to Mm. see the reasons for it because when we joined this reformed church as like a Calvinist church I was really like why do I need to baptize my baby like because I had children and then I had a toddler and they they water baptize them with like sprinkling water on them Mm. um in order for us to become members at this church Catholics do the same thing yeah exactly and I was like that's what Catholics do but they were like no this is why and I I read a lot of material and I was like, okay, I can kind of see it. But the reason that they kind of explained it was, you know, baptism took the place of circumcision. And I was also like, I was also like, what is the obsession with circumcision? And it was like, but I asked the same question. question. Baptisms over that any day, not, no you know, kidding. like no ugh, baby mutilation, mutilation, right? like, mm. yeah. So, there was like so many little things, especially in this Calvinist church where I would be sick. <laughs> okay. whole bag. Yeah, Pay right. no attention to the hashtag. Okay, right. I know. I know. But <laughs> it was in this Calvinist church where I thought I was like, okay, I'm in a church. I'm getting the, the Bible taught to me properly where right. I was like, 
this isn't really making a lot of sense. Like, <laughs> why, why are we doing this? Like, questions were starting to really come to my head even more. Mm-hmm. And it was a church where you had to attend morning service and evening oh. service. Or oh, afternoon no. service. And it was just like, we didn't go to those both services every time. Um, but there was a lot of like guilt um, put on you. And there was mm. one, I'm kind of, of going off funny trails, but. No, no, um, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. But there was even like one service where um, in the morning, the pastor preached about the importance of coming to both services. And I was like, it's a very small church. Like there was like six. He's like, we don't want to say any names. I was like, oh my God, I know this. I, I just felt like it was directed at me and my husband. And I was like, okay, if, if it I said that to someone else there, they would have been like, well, you know, that's probably the Holy Spirit. Oh, God. Right? I didn't say that to anyone, but I know that that would have been the response. But I Mm -hmm. looked at my husband as we were leaving. I'm like, well, I don't think we're coming back this afternoon. And he's like, nope, we're not. Because I was like, if they think they're going to guilt us into coming back later, like, absolutely (sighs) not. So... Are you sure you're not Catholic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got all oh, that Catholic guilt. Ugh. Right? It kind of, it really felt like that. Anyways, so kind of the like get to where I'm at now, like I don't mind talking about other little things along the way, but just to answer your question, um, what happened is we became members at this church and then mm-hmm. not long after um, we're all like, okay, we want to move. So we decided to move. Um, four hours away mm-hmm. and it because we wanted to move to our dream location which is mm-hmm. a small town in a beautiful place I was telling you guys about yes, um, anyone wants to look it up <laughs> it's, uh, the Okanagan in British Columbia so That's in awesome. Canada it's beautiful beautiful so um, we looked it up guys you yeah. need to <laughs> look it up I just it's google it <laughs> yeah holy shit we're jealous yeah very Thank much so. yeah so we decided, you know what, um, it was 2021 and my husband was able to work from home and we're like, let's just do it. We've wanted to do this for over 10 years now. And That's this awesome. is our opportunity to do it. Like, it seems weird because we just became members at this like Bible believing church, but let's go. So we did. And honestly, it was once we moved away. And we weren't in church or I wasn't in church because mm-hmm. I was the more like, like pusher of like, we got to get into church. We got to mm-hmm. do this. We have to be there. Right. Um, we weren't in church and our kids were no longer in a Christian uh, private school. And that was my whole life. I was just, all my friends were at the Christian school, like the moms and stuff. Right. right. Yeah. Um, we moved away. We had, nobody else like we knew nobody we still don't really know anybody (laughs) we're just kind of like hey it's just us here right um and then we moved here and I've kind of felt this like feeling of I felt like I could kind of just like start over in a way like oh I'm in a new place nobody knows me um I wasn't thinking of starting over as far as like this but (laughs) I just kind of felt this like fresh start in a just oh it's just like a clean slate right um and so we we tried a couple of churches they they were 
not that great. And our mm. pastor from our other church kept calling and like, so have you no found a church? Have you found a church? Have you found a church? And I was like, no, because he wanted to transfer our membership. That's how this how does that work? Church work. He wanted to kind of like approve the churches that we were gonna find. The fuck? <laughs> what? I know. What? So yeah. Did it have like a file on you with your yes. fucking what? Well, some kind. So he would have like wanted to. Yeah, like holy shit. So wow. we tried a Baptist church, and he's like, "Well, you know, they wouldn't really recognize your children of being baptized at our church, so a Baptist church wouldn't be the greatest." And I was like, "Okay, well, we live in a small town. There's not many to choose from." So he was trying to find a church for us too, and I was like, "That one's like an hour away. Like we're oh, not just... driving an hour." Right. And they brought my husband was like, "No." <laughs> um. So eventually, I was kind of like, "I don't really want to do this." Like, and then. Once we moved, like before that, I was listening to sermons like all day, like on my mm-hmm. phone. I was like, I'd play a sermon all day, all day, all day. Wow. I know. I've, I found it enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> it was really weird. That's so, okay. I listen to black metal. So okay. I find that enjoyable. Yeah. Broadway. Aw. <laughs> yeah. Hamilton. Um, Fuck yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can go on and on about him. I know. Yes. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. But when we moved, moved, I was kind of like, I I I heard about um, a podcast on um, the Mars Hill um, podcast. I forget what it was called. Mars Hill. Something about Mars Hill, but it was Hmm. that really awful pastor. um, (laughs) You gotta be specific. (laughs) But your viewers will know probably Hmm. he was from seattle then he went and ah oh, i can't think of his name right now if this was live people would be typing it in the chat, yeah, but, right. okay. well i'm typing it right now okay uh, you look it up they said and, the rise and fall of marcel yes okay. yes and he was back in like the early 2000s anyways um oh so it was it was done by like christianity today or something hmm. but i was like oh my gosh like from there, I just kind of was like, it was sort of like a deconstruction podcast. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, that was really interesting. And um, I was like, the church is really scummy. Mark Driscoll. And Mark Driscoll. Thank you. Oh, okay. 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 Yep. Yeah. And uh, it, yeah, so it, it, it was kind of along the lines of stuff I had already sort of deconstructed within like the charismatic like, because right. I had done a lot of like, okay, these pastors are terrible. These pastors are terrible. But for some reason, this Mark Driscoll one was like, oh my gosh, I need to find out more. Mm. Um, and then I also listened to another uh, documentary by Joshua Harris, who mm-hmm. wrote the book, I Kissed Dating Goodbye, which I read in the 90s on purity culture. I was, yeah. Yeah. Sounds very familiar. Yes. Yeah. And I know that he, like a couple years ago, came out as a, a non-believer or he renounced his faith. And I oh. was like, oh, my goodness. Okay. So I was really interested. Like, how does someone just do that? Like, not because I was interested in doing it. I was just like, now I was curious. Like, how does someone just, like, change their beliefs? That's crazy mm-hmm. to me. Like, I can't even imagine doing that. So I watched his documentary kind of like apologizing to everyone that wow. like read his wow. book. And I was like, 
oh my gosh, good for him. Like, so he like took everything back. Like, yeah. Sort of. yeah. That's he saw, amazing. He saw how much damage his book did. And he was just like, wow. I am so sorry. And I had so much respect for him. And that was the first time I had ever heard how damaging purity culture was. And mm. I listened to that and I was like, I grew up in purity culture and I never thought of it as being damaging, but holy crap. Yeah, it was. And <laughs> I got to find out more. <laughs> so I, I did that and it started was like, it was like a, this little chipping away of like, Oh, Oh, what's happening. <laughs> like, um, so that was a huge sort of um, crack in my faith without Mm. realizing it was beginning to crack Mm. but then there was also it was also um the fall of 2021 and um covid was really like at its real peak with like the vaccine had been coming out and i was noticing how christians were just like honestly it's like they were just losing their minds it was uh-huh. It, it was crazy. Um, and I was talking to my husband because my husband, like he had been reading everything there was to know about it and the vaccine. He's, he read like medical journals and scientific in other languages that he was using Google Trends. Like he's just oh, so fascinated that's by amazing. medicine. He's not yeah. even a doctor, but he's just so fascinated and he wants to know everything right. he can. So that's his sort of like side passion project. And mm-hmm. so I was going to him like, who do I trust? What, what, what do I, like, yeah. I just need yeah. to know, I need clarity. And so he's talking to me and I'm like, okay, these people are really like, they're, they're losing their minds. And I was starting to be like, if they, if, if they can't like see certain things in black and white, which I know everyone sort of has their bias and, and obviously not everything is going to be like, I can't, you know, there's going to be like bad experiences with, you know, certain medicines and whatever. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, you know, I think it's pretty safe to say like we we can trust what the medicine can Mm -hmm. do for you or the vaccines can do. Right. Well, yeah, that's that's how I feel. (laughs) Science behind it and everything. Exactly. I mean, it's peer reviewed, right? Yeah, right. right. There's a lot. Right. And um, so I was sort of like, you know. They're, they're acting very strange about this, this one thing. And so I don't really know how much I can trust everything that they like, or even pastors. I don't even know how much I can trust what they're saying about the Bible. So it kind of made me, that's sort of where my questioning of the Bible came into play was just Mm -hmm. their really bizarre reaction to um, the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what made me question the Bible, which it might be sort of like a weird uh, stepping stone for people, but that's what it was for me. I was kind of hey, like, yeah. I was sort of like, if, if they can't trust this, how can I trust them with this? You know, like, <laughs> right. So, um, but there was already a lot that was going on in my head that I was sort of keeping to myself, but my mind was just racing and mm-hmm. I was opening up to my husband and I, he felt super safe to do that with because um, I knew that he always had a hard time sort of believing and um, he was so supportive of, of my faith and my beliefs. But um, 
I knew that if I started to tell him, hey, I'm having these major doubts, he would be like encouraging, but he wouldn't be like, oh yeah, go for it. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was always like, um, like a, he, he would say like, I, I, I think you're on the right path, but just be very careful. Like, don't, don't go too far because he knew how important my faith was to me. Right. He right. didn't want me to like have like this like crisis, like, mm -hmm. oh my God, what did I just do? And mm -hmm. So when I finally did um, come to this realization, like I listened to someone who deconverted, who was a Christian uh, uh, in a, in a Christian rock band. Um, I wanted to hear his story. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah. So he had, he came out, um, in May 2020 that he was no longer a Christian and I had seen him in concert and I remember when he came out with his like Instagram post I was like what like I was so like there's no way like how do you just wake up one day and like that's how I felt before mm -hmm. but I was like I remember that and I was like okay, I need to hear a story like is there anywhere that he's told it I didn't know if there was but I looked it up on YouTube and I was like oh good he shared about it because now I want to know like mm -hmm. What was the lead up to that? And so I listened to him talking about it and everything he said, I was like, we had such a similar upbringing, like charismatic mm -hmm. um, and just how he started questioning things. I'm like, oh, this wasn't just like, oh, one day I decided I don't want to be a Christian anymore. Like, screw this. Right. <laughs> it was like, like piece after piece after piece was just sort of like falling apart. Right. And then. And he said something that I was like, oh, my God, that is so true. He's like, did God create man or did man create God? And I was like, mm. okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big brain. I, I think he's on to something. Right. And so um, I listened to that. And I kind of already knew where I, like, I kind of already knew that I didn't believe anymore. But I just needed the courage to, like come to terms mm -hmm. right. um, it wasn't it didn't take years for me it was only like a matter of weeks um, there was a few other things like discovering that the Noah's Ark story was mm. in other mythologies that blew my mind <laughs> my heart yep. was pounding out of my chest I just was like if that is in other like mythologies or other stories that tells me right there that the Bible is not infallible. If exactly. I can't trust that, then I can't trust a single word yep. in this book. Like a house of cards, right? It's yes. Like, right yep. there. I was like, if that is not true, then none of this is true. Right. Mm -hmm. And it didn't really take much more to convince me that right. it wasn't true because like a lie is a lie is a lie. So right. I, a truth exactly. matters to me. And mm -hmm. I'm like, why would I trust anything else that says if that is right a lie? If you so, go back to like Abraham and Moses, right? Like, yeah, were they historical figures? Yeah, no, they right. weren't. <laughs> like, we don't. We, I just, probably I, not. So yeah. that means that everything after that, right, is probably made up. And the contradictions, exactly. like in the first fucking chapter, I think it is. It's like there's the yeah. two stories, two, of two creation. creation stories. Like, right? yes, mm. yeah. So <laughs> rather yeah. than it being like, oh my god, what am I gonna do with the rest of my life? I was like, okay, this is so exciting. I need to find out everything. 
Like yes. this is well, so cool. exciting for me. Um, I didn't look at it as like a, oh crap, what am I going to do? Right. I was just like, this is all fake. Yeah, I don't have to believe it anymore. <laughs> Finally. Freedom. Yeah. Even though it was right. literally like, I couldn't imagine myself not a Christian. Right. I was so happy to not be one anymore. Right. Wow, that's and interesting. I know it's super, like, it's crazy to me. But um, after, right after that, I also learned of the term religious trauma syndrome. Mm. And when I read that, I was like, this is me. everything I've dealt with my entire life is because of religion all the anxiety I've had all of this makes sense like the way I am all the the, like the way that I've had this um the way my brain has just um tortured me my mind has tortured me the way I've thought I've had to just um confess everything the only person I've ever been able to just be myself with completely is my mom because I thought I have to tell her everything. I thought every every single thought I had that was awful was an attack of Satan. I thought, oh, wow. okay. And now I'm like, okay, no, this is just because of fucking religion, like indoctrination, indoctrination, <laughs> right. and, and growing up with like thinking there's a demon attached to right. everything that came into my house or every yeah. TV show I've ever watched mm. or movie or song or it's just. There's freedom in just being like, this is all mythology. I yes. don't have to let it ru- like run my life anymore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that's why I'm ex- I've been excited to just be like, I don't have to live by this. Mm-hmm. How could you not be excited to yeah. just Fuck let yeah. it go? Um, talk, talk about a clean slate almost. You know, yes. I mean, go, you know, deconstruct and all that. But you it's do. like the freedom you of do. it. There's so much freedom. That's and interesting. In yeah. order to even like, like kind of backtrack a little bit, in order to even like let myself begin that process, I was terrified. If I do this, there's a chance I'm going to go to hell. I need to know mm. hell doesn't exist. How am right. I going to do that? Right. And I remember telling my husband, I want to, I want to know that, like, I want to find answers to these questions, but I'm terrified I'm going to go to hell. What if there's a hell? What if I die and I go to hell? Mm-hmm. And he found, he's like, well, you know, I just saw on Twitter this really amazing quote the other day. And I was like, okay. And he said, he goes, let me find it for you. So he did. And it said, basically, life is a, um, Life is a spark between two identical voids, the one before birth and the one after death. Mm. And it was like, it something just clicked. I was like, oh my God, I have no recollection of before I was born. Right? Yep. I have zero recollection. That was an eternity. Yep. So it's probably going to be the same when I die. Yep. yep. I don't think I need to be afraid. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> And that's awesome. It was like, I mean, I still needed to like find out the history of how the origins of how it came to right, be. Right. But I felt this like, like weight had been taken off my shoulder. And I was just like, thank you, Brian. You have no idea. Cause he's never had a fear of hell. And he's like, you're welcome. Right. We love Brian. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we love Brian. The best, honestly. He's the best. Ugh. And so ever since, oh, yes. yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> ever since, like, 
like by deconversion like we've been able to have like the best conversations because Mm -hmm. anytime he would try to bring up things that he read in the bible Mm -hmm. like one time he was like did you know that there's two um there's two ten commandments in the bible and i was like uh what uh no uh uh like i didn't (laughs) want him i got really uncomfortable when he would point things out right yeah and he didn't like paul and he just would, he would just say things like, and I would just kind of like, I'd shut him down and I've apologized. Mm. Like, I'm so sorry. You like, apologized? Mm-hmm. I okay. did. Sorry. <laughs> oh, brother, this guy stinks! Sorry, I have a soundboard. I've been waiting to use that sound. Oh, oh <laughs> if, you say, if you say sorry. No, because he he oh. does puns and I fucking hate puns and oh. she loves puns. No, I hate him. Oh my gosh, apologize. Oh, I get it. Sorry, yeah. I'm an idiot. That's okay. I love it. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, it's just been it's been so much better and just just saying goodbye to to, to it all mm-hmm. and then just kind of doing this now it I never I never thought it would happen like it's not like I planned this I wasn't like okay now that I'm not a Christian let me like do this part it just mm-hmm. it just kind of happened after um I went on Neil the 604 atheist show and shout out Neil yeah shout out to Neil <laughs> I love him I love him Neil is awesome him. yes He's the best so yeah we love the, the canadians <laughs> thank you that's, that's we do right. love neil i know i tell him i got to meet him and hug him nice. oh really oh yeah. jealous he's, he's really tall <laughs> really oh. yeah yeah he's really tall so shit <laughs> <laughs> anyways i don't know but that's that's kind of a really long version of how no, it all yeah. happened and yeah right i uh, love it yeah um yeah. So are you fully uh, deconstructed? Or are you still working on things? Like, um, I think, like, I feel like the big things are fully deconstructed, okay. but I still love learning new, um, new stuff. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, like, I, I still tune into um, podcasts like Dragons in Genesis. Um, mm-hmm. I love learning about the history of how the Bible came together. I love right. learning about the myths of the Bible and Treat where it, it like a mythology. It's fascinating. I love the world religions. That was my favorite. The, the one, t- the one semester I did in college, that was my favorite class world religions. Cause it's yeah. fascinating. I took you know? that too. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. I love it. So yeah. yeah, if you treat it like that, then, you know, it's really good. interesting. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like there's, I don't know if there's any major bombs to be dropped mm-hmm. anymore. I feel like, um, I mean, maybe there might be, but I feel pretty good. <laughs> what was the biggest, the, the hardest part of, of your deconstruction? Was it the hell, the fear of hell? Was it something else? Um, what was the hardest struggle for you? I think the hardest struggle, well, it was, probably realize like realizing this is the only light yes yeah. this, that was it i realized okay um wow uh 
I'm 38 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I have to make the most of this life. And yes, I really hope I don't die anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also was like, oh, my God, um, I really hope my kids don't die. I got kind of like really scared because I always. It's an existential crisis, right? Almost. It was. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I would get a little panicked at times mm. and because I always thought like before, not that I was like, oh, it's okay if my kids die. It wasn't like that. It was just like, right. if anything were to happen, I had this false sense of security that right. I would see them. Right. right. I would be reunited. So it was like, right. if anything were to happen, I would see them again. I would be devastated, mm-hmm. but I would right. see them. Now it's like, if anything were to happen, okay. Like, what makes you appreciate life? Exactly. Much more. 100%. I would say that yep. is the hardest part is just the finality of death. Yes. So, but uh, you it's, do appreciate it. And fuck yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I read, um, I think it was me or my husband, but one of us read this, like, uh, chapter I think it was written by Carl Sagan's wife mm. and it was just beautiful about how they just appreciated each other and just treated every day so special and um, I can't remember everything about it but it was he, he read it to me and I was just like oh thank you for sharing that because yeah. it was just it just really um, made you appreciate how, how fragile this life is yes. so, exactly yeah because right. I, I I actually, like, I've heard a lot of people who are Christian say how they weren't excited for heaven. They thought it would be boring and, like, oh, that sounds awful. I wasn't one of those people. I was excited yeah. for it. Like, it's like, it's, so. it sounds terrible <laughs> to, know, to, a, to go to you know? I know. A lot for of all people, eternity? Like, a lot no of people thanks. said that. I know my mom was one of them. Mm. Um, and she's like, that's that. Like, she's deconverted as well. Oh, I really? Oh, yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. That's part of the story I didn't tell. But what, <laughs> no, no. You're, you're did good. your mom yeah. deconvert prior to you deconvert? Oh, no, no shit. No, she, when I told her, I told my husband first and then I told her a couple of days later because I tell her everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, what? I have to tell her. So I, we went for coffee and I was mm. like really excited. But I knew, I knew no matter what, like she would love me. And um, I had been kind of dropping these little like hints, right? right. And, um, I just told her and she was kind of like, yay, I've been holding this in. I've, I've, I've struggled my whole life. Oh. I've just kind of, I've had no one to talk to. And she's like, haven't you, like, I've, I've asked you so many times over the years, like when you pray, do you really believe that God's going to answer? And when you've said yes, like she has, I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shit. So she oh. was just like, oh, Stacy, like. Stacy's yeah. mom has got it going on. She really does. <laughs> we love Stacy's mom. Yeah, she really does. That's awesome. So, um, fuck yeah. Yeah, she does. That's been our song since it came out. Oh, um, I yeah. saw her commenting when I was co-hosting with you on a Skeptic Haven. Yeah. Uh, she oh. was commenting. Uh, yeah, big shout out to D. Right? D. Yeah, D. Yeah, D. D. Yeah. We so, love Dee and Brian. Yeah. <laughs> we love everybody. Hell no, yeah. yeah. No, she's, she's um, a huge supporter of every every show I've ever done. She's 
like she's live in the comments when it's live and every podcast she listens to like i've I've done a few recorded ones that aren't aren't with the video and she'll listen and i don't always listen and that's so cool yeah because we know you will not be sharing this one of course i will (laughs) i will because even today she's like is it live and i'm like no it's it'll be recorded she's like okay well send it to me i'm like oh She listens to everything. So. We love you, Dee. Can, can, can your mom adopt me? Because she's amazing. Oh, God. yeah, she's amazing. So mm. you being having a good mom, being Canadian. I mean, right? what else can you ask for? Right? Shit, free health. Yeah, I'd wait a year. Well, I I got a hysterectomy. I'm done. I'm good. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck, man. Oh, yeah. So we've we've kind of like we've deconstructed together, which has been or deconverted together. Mm-hmm. Um, but there has been little things where I'm like, she's like, didn't you ever notice? Like, I wouldn't like during praise and worship, like I'd always sit down and I'm like, oh yeah. And she's like, I hated praise and worship. And I'm like, oh, I just thought you were like praying and being very like spiritual. She's like, I hated it. And I was like, oh, and then we need to interview your mom. Oh yeah. You you totally can. We call it worship and praise. What? that's very clever you guys are clever yeah mostly me i know but yeah yeah no no wait wait (laughs) all right damn it wait 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 wait. listen 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 wait watch your mouth little boy (laughs) i don't know i need more sounds i don't know what that was (laughs) i have one that i made for mel when we do puns here hold on Punished. Punished. God damn it. You guys like your puns. Yes. No. No. See, Mel, she is a woman of good taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll only accept her puns because they're Canadian. That's, that's the only puns I'll accept. What? Kind of. Kind of. Depends. Depends on what it is. They have to be at least good. What's a Canadian pun? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> if I think of any, I'll let you know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't know any. Why are they all about? A boat. A boat. A boot. A boot. If you're gonna I don't say that. No. That's more know. like Easter like uh East Coast, like uh yeah. what what's yeah. the what's that area, that region? Where Shannon is from that area. Um, oh like Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Yeah. She says more a boat. A boot. Right? A boot. Yeah. Right? No? I think yeah. So. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't know. We love Shannon too. Shannon's awesome. We love Shannon. <laughs> Tell you, we love the Canadians. Yay. <laughs> Canada rocks. Fuck yeah. So where can people find you? Okay. Well, I am on um Skeptic Haven's YouTube channel. We have um like five different shows and I co-host Secular Soapbox. Nice. It's on Wednesdays at 5 p.m pacific standard time so yeah that is a lot of fun and then i'm also on instagram uh that's where i'm most active is Mm. my instagram okay you can follow me at apostasy a-p-o-s-t-a-c-i-e and then twitter uh tiktok and i'm on facebook too just google a 
apostasy with a okay, C. Say it that's, right. For okay, those listening, right. for those say, listening I, and not watching the YouTube, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> but if you're listening to the audio only version, it's A P O S T A C I E. Yes. So and funny. I actually found you on TikTok first. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. Do you, do you like it? I eh? do. Okay. Yeah, I do like TikTok. Um, I just don't always feel like I have the greatest ideas for TikToks. I feel uh, like you have to be like, yeah, super funny or super witty yeah. or I don't know. I never know. I mean, if you like, I feel like is. if you share your experiences yeah. with people, like that, that's very like people yeah. will come to you because there, there's a lot. There's a there lot of people is. on that app. So yeah. Um, I also try to think of like ex- experiences, like. I don't know. A lot of people have a very similar experiences, so mm-hmm. I don't always want to share like the exact same thing because I don't yeah, want to yeah, seem yeah. like it's just copying. But well, um, but we need more vo- more voices. Yeah, and that's to, true. You know, yeah, which, which is why we do the show because we want true. people to, yes. to know that you're not alone in this. No, exactly. you know, there are and others we, out there. And so. this is the kind of thing where I like to do, and that's why I like to share because mm-hmm. I was always looking for. Um, stories to listen to to know that I wasn't okay. alone so right that's why I like to do interviews like this so thank you awesome. for having me and that's me. why you listen to the burning Eden podcast <laughs> exactly fuck yeah so, oops um yeah so yeah thank you for having me on hell yeah you're Very awesome <laughs> and I always, we always want to do a shout out to our friends from recovering yes. from religion oh, if you go to amazing. recovering from religion.org You'll find some useful resources for those of you who are deconverting or doubting your faith. They also have a 24-hour hotline, 1-8-4-I-Doubt-It. That's actually a phone number. 1-8-4-I-Doubt-It. 1-8-4-I-Doubt-It. That's like the Stanley Steamer commercial, right? <laughs> Stanley Steamer makes your carpet oh Or something like that. Um, anyway, uh, they also have the Secular Therapy Project, which is a really cool registry of therapists who are secular. They're not associated with a particular faith. So great resource. Check them out. Big shout out to Gail Jordan and Dr. Daryl Ray. Hopefully we get to see him at AA con. Mm. Uh, Oh, since we're talking about it, go ahead, Mal. Yes. So April 6th through the 9th, our Lord and (laughs) Savior, you know, the weekend of the Lord and Savior. um, Resurrection. (laughs) The American Atheist Convention in Phoenix, Arizona. We will be there. We just bought our table. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. So if you go to convention.atheist.org, get your tickets, get your hotel room. You can stay. I highly recommend staying at the hotel so you can stumble home, you know, after partying with, yeah, exactly. Obviously, atheists don't have morals, so we have no morals, with no morals, and um, so yeah, so I highly recommend you go visit no them morals and, and no underwear, it'll be great. <laughs> that's right, that's right. It, it's it's part of the uh, Patreon perk, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, but so we, we hope, hope to see some people there if you're listening. Uh, mm-hmm. if you want to come say hi, we will have a table. And Mel will just be wearing pasties. That's all mm-hmm, she's doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. I want to corset with the logo. I wonder if they can make it. Anyway, sorry. Huh? Uh, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, of course, oh, yeah. we want to remind our listeners and our viewers that we have a merch store. If you know, you know. <laughs> the link is in the description of this episode. We have some cool shit. <laughs> please don't forget to subscribe to our channel smash that like button and hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our new episodes 
The episodes come out on Mondays, as always, and they are still available as an audio-only format. I still don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> you need to come watch it to the YouTubes. But if you're listening on Anchor, you know, you can go to anchor.fm slash burning eating 666. That is like our actual website. Uh, you can see all of the different platforms where you can listen to us. And you can leave us a voice message through Anchor. Mm-hmm. Tell us how much you love us or hate us, whatever. What you want to do to us? Yeah. yeah. Roast us, please. I want to be roasted. I want to be roasted too. Like we should have like a roasting session at the con. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. You might regret it. You <laughs> might regret it. <laughs> they know us too well. God damn it. Uh, and you um, can also rate us on Spotify if you listen on Spotify. No less. Please. Than that. Only five stars. We don't take anything less anything, than that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we don't have change. Sorry. Um, follow <laughs> us on Twitter at baffinmel six six six. Mine is at Meltry Fitty, and his is at baffinmetal six six six. Of course, support us if I mean if you want to. We're not gonna force you, but uh, we have Patreon. You know, if you go to patreon.com slash burning in six six six, you can become a patron. And let's say thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Evelyn B. And thank you. <laughs> Chico. Chico. Fuck yeah. We also cannot forget about our OGs on Anchor, Robin M and William N. From the very beginning, they have been Holy with us. Holy shit. That's insane. Maybe they just forgot about it. They probably just forgot. <laughs> they have this random charge <laughs> on their bag statement. Like, what? Like, what is this? This is not only fans. <laughs> we fucking love you guys (laughs) Uh, we don't show as much skin but I mean if you get to to Patreon and go to the the highest level we will show you some some things yes (laughs) it'll be an elbow (laughs) (laughs) I will do a dance for you whatever you want on the table that's why we got the table because I'm bringing my stripping uh, my my stripper pole yes we're gonna right in the middle and he's gonna just dance and we're gonna Throw the body of yeah. Christ on him. You know, just the fucking wafers, you know? Like, that's I still have do. some on a little sleeve right here. How old is that? That's like fucking two Over years old. Year old. Yeah, this is the body of From, Christ. Oh my God. Oh. They, they oh taste horrible, gosh. by the way. Don't do it. I don't uh, recommend it. It's like it. eating cardboard. cardboard. <laughs> but yes. But fuck yeah. Thank you so fucking much. Yes. We love you. We do. We do. We You're love awesome. we love Canadians. You guys are so much fun. Can I come back? Yes. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yes. I'm telling you, we're gonna have an all Canadian episode. More and times it's... than Jesus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, if you ever want to come back and talk about whatever, we're I here. I want to come back. We we are here. I saw your hundredth episode. <laughs> and if you ever do a panel. Yes, I want to invite yes. myself because you guys are way too much fun. <laughs> yes, we should have another live episode. We should. Yeah. We should. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just inviting myself. I've never done that on any other. I do that all the time. Show. You know. Well, you are <laughs> he coming does. back as he my does. guest co-host the next time I need a guest co-host. Hell yeah. Um. So I'm just inviting myself because you guys are a lot of fun. Oh, Thanks. thank you so much. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah, any 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 time, anytime. anytime. If you ever want to co-host with me, yes, I will kick his ass out. I would, I would love, love that. It's just you two, and then I I take a vacation. You know, I go. <laughs> God damn it! 
<laughs> yeah, we're going to have like a, a, a ladies panel. That would be Hell yeah. That would be yeah, great. Thank yes. you for having me. Thank you me. so much. Yes. No, thank, thank you for so. being here. Yeah. Apostasy. 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 <laughs> Look at her. She's blushing. Okay. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next time. That is what the Lord wants. And Jesus put a song in my heart. Jesus